Hey folks, welcome back. Dan with Holy Spirit Soapbox. Hope you're doing well. If this is your first time here, welcome. We're glad you're here. If it's not your first time here, welcome back. And as always, we love having you here as well. But if it's the first episode for you that you're listening to, we always encourage you to to listen to the first episode, to episode number one, all the way to the most recent ones. We've been doing this for a while now, and, and we've dug deeper and deeper into learning about God. And if you've been a listener since day one, or for a while at least, you might have noticed something about this podcast. We have progressively expanded on edifying ourselves in God's heart. And there's a good reason for that. We need to continue to dig deeper in our relationship with God. Now, again, you might have noticed that these episodes are getting longer because as we continue to dig into God's Word, as we continue to deepen our relationship with Christ, we need to keep literally digging. We need to literally keep asking for wisdom. We need to continue to dig deeper into every aspect that we talk about. And for every situation in life, what we should always do is go to the Bible. So that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to read from 1 Corinthians chapter 3. If you don't have your Bible, no worries. I'm going to read this out loud right now. Then we're going to go over something. If you do have your Bible, feel free to read along with me. The verse is going to be in the description for you. So feel free to go back to it later. But this is Paul talking to the church or the body of Christ in Corinth. So 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verses 1 through 10 says this. Brothers and sisters, I could not address you as people who live by the Spirit, but as people who are still worldly, mere infants in Christ. I gave you milk, not solid food, for you are not yet ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. You are still worldly. For since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not worldly? Are you not acting like mere humans? For when one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollos, are you not mere human beings? What, after all, is Apollos? And what is Paul? Only servants through whom you came to believe, as the Lord had assigned to each his task. I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything but only God who makes things grow. The one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose, and they will each be rewarded according to their own labor, for we are co-workers in God's service. You are God's field, God's building. This is crazy. Now, why is it, why do I find it crazy? Is because he's talking to the Christ followers in Corinth. Christ followers. These are the church. These are the people in the body of Christ. And he's like, you guys are still worldly. Have you not noticed that amongst yourselves? Like, you're still worldly. And he, he noticed that these folks were being a little bit complacent and stagnant in their faith in Christ and their actual Christ following. They didn't find the need to further develop their understanding of who God is through Jesus Christ and are found quarreling. They continue to follow the person, the preacher, or one sent by God, not Jesus himself. So what happens? Now, Jesus was not walking the earth as a human at this time, but the Spirit was working. 
But what happens when you, when you don't follow Christ and you follow people? You fight. You quarrel. You seek worldly things. And they can only understand by their flesh. Now, we have a couple of kids now. And one is pretty much a newborn. And I love the analogy Paul uses saying, I gave you milk and not solid food for you weren't ready for it. I love this because when I think about a newborn, they feed on milk or, or formula, but same thing for months. Then you can start introducing some solid foods like mashed peas or carrots or whatever. And he says, you're not, you're still not there. You're still not ready for this. It's almost like the baby is not interested in anything else. And he feels that these, these baby Christians are not ready. They're not ready for the solids yet. Now, you can't give a newborn mashed peas or like a steak or something. Their bodies are just not ready for it. And then they can also choke. But they're, they're not ready for it. Their bodies are just going to reject it. Paul thought these folks were ready for the mashed peas, but they weren't. He thought they were ready for the solid food, but they weren't. He's like, wow, okay, you guys are still being crazy over there, being worldly over there. They continue to choke on their worldliness and cough up the edification the Spirit was trying to teach them. They weren't fully seeking God and the Spirit. They were seeking self. As Stacy and I continue this podcast, we're, we're trying to really listen and really continue to drive forward our relationship with God. We want to also share what we've been taught along the way with all of you. You know, there are many times we still seek self, though, instead of Christ. We do. Do you do the same? That's a question to ask yourself. Each day, we have the opportunity to make time to spend with God. Some might read a verse or just seek something quick to motivate them for the day, then just go on their way trying to please the world or themselves, using that Bible verse as a motivator. Does that sound right to you? It doesn't sound right to me, honestly. And as I read the Bible, I'm trying to, I'm really starting to see that that is true. By just using specific verses, Stacy brought up a, a great analogy while we were talking about this and, and kind of trying to understand what Paul was saying here. We thought about pacifiers. Now, why we thought about pacifiers or why she did is because we're dealing with this right now with <laughs> the baby. But it's a quick fix to calm a newborn or a baby, maybe right out of the newborn stage, sometimes for years. They actually don't really provide anything useful except for a little bit of comfort. It might calm us down when we're, when we're small. And when we read the Bible and cherry pick verses that kind of, you know, sort of resonate with, without understanding the full context around them or the deepest meaning to them, then we're using a pacifier. We're just using the Bible for self. It might calm us down or give us a quick peaceful feeling. And that's cool. That's great. Don't get me wrong. You should have a few verses that to remind you to get closer to God today. But worldly things can do the same thing. They can. Worldly things like a pacifier can calm you as a baby. I mean, if you see an adult walking around with a pacifier in his or her mouth, you might be like, Okay, that, that person might be going through it right now that they need a pacifier at 20, 30, 40, 50 years old. 
you don't see that often, but if you do, you might be like, okay, why are they still using a pacifier? Why are they still using a single verse? Why are you still using a small little story? Why are we not focusing in just for a single day in, in trying to, to fix ourselves and trying to make ourselves move up in the world or, or deal with a, a stressful day? Why are we not focusing on the solid food, on the full peace that Jesus Christ gives us? We need to really focus on our relationship with Jesus to encounter true peace. The issue when we do that, when we cherry pick verses or when we don't spend time with God and we, we just, I'm stressed out today or if I'm in a good mood, like you only read the Bible on certain, at certain times in your life. The issue is that, with that is that we're using God's word for self and not to glorify him and not to learn about who he is and where his heart always has been. It's, it's definitely great to read the word. And get totally pumped up by it. And if you need encouragement, seek it from the Bible. Yes, that's where you should go. But sometimes we just like to use the sermon we've heard or the Bible verse we read or the podcast episode we just listened to to get our quick little buzz and then go on with our lives. But this is what's happening in the church of Corinth in those verses. They totally could have been to the point of understanding God so much more that solid foods could be introduced, as Paul calls it, than bigger solid foods, than any type of food they can take in, and food being God's word and, and spirit, or daily bread. But they decided to just sip on the milk, or nothing at all. They decided to just follow Paul's words, or Apollos's words, instead of Jesus and how he lived, and all of the things that they were taught about Jesus and about God, they wanted to follow the humans. And that's it. They decided to hold on to the mother's nurturing instead of digging into the real meat that brings even more love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The issue is that we believe that getting this quick verse in or getting a quick sermon in will give us what we need to get through the day, the week, the month, the, the year. And reality is we need constant Jesus, constant spirit to move us and, and grow us in understanding who God is. We need to continue to know his heart and his love for us. And it's not a one day, one week, one month, one year, shoot, one lifetime thing. It's an eternal thing. Drinking only milk will not help us grow. Drinking only milk will get old and it'll get boring. I mean, shoot, I don't even like milk. <laughs> you know, I don't like milk anymore. I used to when I was a baby, when I was a kid. I don't like it anymore, but that's just me. I'm just saying that. No, I, drinking sips of milk, My our children will not grow if they just say, hey, can I have milk? Every single day of their lives. We're going to see that the, we'll bring it to the doctor and the doctor will be like, what are you doing? Oh my gosh, these kids are they're malnourished. You can't just drink milk. You can't just drink a little bit of milk here and there or even gallons of milk. You need the full-on solid foods. You need the full-on Jesus every single day. When we continue to see God or try to be transformed to understand his heart, we then start to really enjoy and bear the fruits of the Spirit that we talk about a lot on this podcast. I think that many people, whether they're 
still Christians or now they're non-believers or non-Christ followers and they used to be or whatever have misconstrued what Christianity is. People believe the Bible is just a book of either rules and or words to live by. Yeah, Jesus was a great guy, really smart. He, he taught us how to live peacefully and how to be a nice guy. Yeah, that's great. But that's not what it is. Christianity is life. It is a lifestyle. It is who we are. It's an identity. And it's a continuous transformation of who we are now, or who we used to be, into being in Christ. And when we are in Christ, that's when the fruits will bear. Don't get me wrong. We, Stacy and myself, we also tend to fall into to the one verse per day type of feeling. Some days I find myself on social media or watching a show or working diligently and working overtime or doing something else. And we sometimes don't take more time with God to dig deeper into our relationship and intimacy with him. But it is a passion of ours to fall back in love with Christ over and over and over again. It really is. And we'd love for you to join us in that mission and pray for each other and pray for each episode and reach out to us and as you as you have because you've we've heard from a lot of you that we can all just get off of the milk and really digest the solid foods that we can all continue to edify each other with the spirit leading us and just enjoy Jesus Christ and just love Jesus Christ and love God so much that nothing else in the world matters and that all those things that we try to cherry pick verses for don't even matter that they we're just going to bear fruit and just love and 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 continuously live like Jesus did as much as we can because we are humans but we have the guidance from Jesus and we have the guidance from the Holy Spirit and that will get us to stop quarreling especially in the church stop fighting about about sabbath days and about foods and about different things and in Forget about all of the, okay, the teachings of this guy says this, but the teachings of that person says that. The teachings of Dan says this and Stacy says that. It doesn't matter. The teachings are all based off the Spirit. And that's who we need to continue to rely on. So I hope this blesses you today. And I hope you get out there and get pumped about learning more about God's heart and getting closer and intimate with God. So I have more verses to meditate on inclusive of that 1 Corinthians 3, 1, verses 10, we have Proverbs chapter 1, verses 1 through 7. And this is Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, who is who's writing this proverb. So it says this, The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, for gaining wisdom and instruction, for understanding words of insight, for receiving instruction in prudent behavior, doing what is right, and just and fair, for giving prudence to those who are simple, knowledge and discretion to the young, let the wise listen and add to their learning, and let the discerning get guidance, for understanding proverbs and parables, the sayings and the riddles of the wise, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Solomon consistently asked for wisdom. Even though he had everything worldly, 
he would be what people nowadays would call successful. Due to the control, quote unquote, the money and the, and the worldly power, again, quote unquote, that he had, he said, no, this isn't it. This does nothing for me. I want more true wisdom and wisdom comes from God. As he says in verse 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. He could have stopped there with having everything in ownership. He, he had everything. He could have just stopped and been like, ah, I don't need God. I have everything. What, do, what else do I need? But he, he knew that he needed to step away from the milk and keep edifying in God's wisdom. The next verse I have for you or verses is 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. It says this, Therefore rid yourselves of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. Like newborn babies, crave pure spiritual milk, so that by it you may grow up in your salvation, now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. Peter is saying something similar here to what Paul was saying in, in Corinthians. Newborn babies do crave milk because that's their primary source of growth into toddlerhood. They can't eat anything else. But as they grow, they eat more solid foods. Those things that he lists at first are pretty much opposite of the fruits of the Spirit. So if you practice those things, you need to begin to grow in Spirit, to bear the fruits of the Spirit. You want to continue to eat your daily bread, your spiritual milk, spiritual milk into spiritual solid foods, and you want to continuously learn who God is. That way, the Spirit will work in you and bear the fruits of that Spirit. Now, I have a couple questions to continue to dig deeper. So question one is this. How do you feel about your current stage in Spirit? Are you a newborn, toddler, fully grown adult, geezer? I don't, I don't know. How do you feel about your current stage in Spirit? Question two. The way to get into spiritual adulthood is to get closer with Jesus. So how can you gain more wisdom and deepen your relationship with Jesus? And then finally, question three, how can you also help others in the body of Christ get into spiritual adulthood? Thank you so much for joining in once again. I want to pray for you. I actually want to pray for specifics for you. So feel free to reach out to us on HolySpiritSoapbox.com. We have a prayer request area, if you will, that you can submit your prayers and then we will get back to you. You can also chat with us there. You can send us emails at HolySpiritSoapbox at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you as we always do, but let me pray over all of us right now and then close us out. If you could take your prayer posture, whatever that looks like, if it's safe to do so, please do. And let's talk to our Father in Heaven. Our Father... We want to continue to glorify you and learn who you are constantly so that we can best reflect your love to all of the people on earth. We, we want you to fully abide in us so we can continue to learn what you need for us to learn and do what you need for us to do. We are, we are your vessels. We are yearning for spiritual bread and solid food so we can continue to grow your kingdom and help participate with you to, to lead others back to you. Please continue to guide us out of our spiritual newborn stage and toddler stage and, and move us into full adulthood. We pray that the selfishness and temptations of this world do not get in the way of us looking to you and, and growing in, in spirit. We pray all of this in Jesus Christ's holy name. 
Amen.